0: Hello and welcome to the BNI Manchester podcast. This is episode 13 where it's good to be back. I'm here and we're an esteemed company today. and with executive director of BNI Manchester, Andy Gorman. Don't say hello, Andy. Hello, Andy. How did I didn't know he was going to do that? I think everybody listening knew he was going to do that. And we also have uh, area director, Peter Gray. Peter, do you want to say hello?
1: Hi Dave, hi everybody. I have been trying to educate Andy on how to uh, how to be funny, but uh, clearly it's not been not been going too well. But We've had forty
0: five minutes before this podcast today, actually trying to help Andy with that, and that was the best he could come up with, actually, within the first ten seconds of the podcast. So, yeah, look for, look forward to a roller coaster ride of comedy over the next twenty minutes or so.
2: Can I just say before you go any further that the last forty five minutes you've done your, you've not done yourselves justice because it was about Helping members in Manchester do more business, helping people, helping communities, um and there was about a minute of you pointing out my uh, inadequacies from a human perspective.
0: So, and the idea, the idea is obviously we help more people, we enrich communities, and everyone's got a smile on the face. I think that's the thing that me and Peter obviously get in it. But anyway, we digress. So, um it's good to be back. We've not recorded a podcast for a while. This is actually the first time that we've recorded a podcast with more than one guest. And I think it's something that we're going to look to do going forward. We could have panels that look at specific things. And as you say, Andy, to help more people to, to do more business and create more opportunities. So I think there's a few things that would be good to cover at the moment. The most pressing one that I know a lot of people have been looking forward to is the opportunity for in-person meetings in BNI again. It's been getting on for 18 months since we could meet in person. Uh, for those that are new into BNI, maybe listening to this, I think is it about 50% of the membership now, Andy, within the region that have never been to an in-person meeting as a member?
2: Yeah, yeah which is it's quite a big thought, really, isn't it? When you look at the screen at your next BNI meeting and, and work out how many of those people you've actually been in the same room as in a BNI meeting.
0: Yeah, incredible. So, you know, half of every chapter on average have never been to an in-person meeting. Some chapters are staying online, which is great. Some chapters are really looking forward to get back to in person, which is brilliant as well. Um, so I thought we'd just we'd cover off that. There's a, there is a process to go through for chapters, and some of you listening may have already been through that process. Some of you may be working towards it. Some of you may have agreed, like uh, Pete, uh, within Pioneers, they decided pretty much straight away that they were going to stay online. They were on the first chapters to do that. Um, so, Andy, do you want to just briefly cover what the process is for, um, for in-person meetings going forward?
2: Yeah, we want buy in from members and um, th- this is the gold standard for returning to a meeting up and um, we want to protect our members make sure it will be safe make sure it's the right thing for them so the first thing is to check that that's what they want so the survey we send the survey out we get to the point where over 85 percent of the members say yes we want to go back to in-person meetings then we effectively press the button on that there's a bit of education there's 10 minute videos for the members to watch and um, there's some there's a checklist uh, so we want to make sure that we have the health and safety perspective sorted out in the venue and um, so there's a checklist it's not the most exciting thing to do but it protects members so we check that off just on that point um and it is a great one to say dave that we don't want to leave anybody behind and in one of our chapters when they did the survey was one person that was uh, still shielding and he did not want to go back to in-person meetings. And, um, and and that is understandable, and that is quite right, and that is his right. And so the option is for him to, um, to move to a chapter that is remaining online. And we want to be flexible. We want to help people. Um, and uh, if anybody is in that camp, um, please contact me uh, or Carolyn or the director-consultant. We'll do what we can to help you get what it is that is right for you and for your family. And that's the important stuff.
0: Good, yeah, I think most members and most chapters would appreciate that. And the extra support at the moment that we're all trying to give is uh, is obviously welcomed. And for coming to you then, Pete, what's your view at the moment? I know, as I've just mentioned, Pioneers were one of the first to decide that you were going to stay online. Was there something in particular that drove that decision from a Pioneers perspective?
1: Um, I just think, I mean, again, I was president of, of the chapter at the time. I just think it was important for us to grab an identity for the chapter, and I was talking about this yesterday. A leadership team forum that, that, that I was running with the leadership change across the region. That and, and whichever way you go, whether it is online or in person, I think you know you've more more chance of being successful and attracting the, the people that you want to be part of your chapter if you have that firm identity. So for us, we decided we wanted to be um, to go online, stay online, because we'd seen success in, in inviting new members joining. Um, the existing members, were talking about how they didn't. You know, it was better for their um, time not having to travel in city centre and stuff. So we, we we quickly embraced embraced online. So then the next step was for us to 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 identify us, ourselves as Manchester's first full time online chapter, which we did. And um, and we've and we've seen you know continued growth for the chapters since we did that. So I'm not saying that's right and in person is wrong what I am saying is I think the sooner you can get your identity and, and be clear about what you, what it is you're going to be doing. Um, then I think that's better for you, for your chapter, but yeah, for, for, from, from just to answer your question for, from pioneers part of view, once we've made that, that decision, um, and we're already having renewals now of people that joined early on, online that have renewed again, and they're still not. And that's, you know, that's because they know where we're at. They're not uncertain because they are we going to be going back or not. Um, and I think that's, that's definitely benefited the chapter. And it's been, uh, it's been good for pioneers, definitely. Well,
2: a question for you, Pete, is do you think online is better than in person?
1: Um, in terms of the uh, um, for, for benefit of, of members, yes. Um, I think um, there's obviously what we have. So that's, I'm not, not answering that question, but to come to that, what we've also seen since we've stayed online and since obviously restrictions have been lifted, we're getting more socials and stuff like that now in person. Uh, in fact, yesterday, we even had two of our guys in Pioneers have a one-to-one in Spain, They're putting pictures in the WhatsApp group. So I think there's, there's more social stuff going on, which of course we all know, once we know like and trust people, we're gonna do more business. And, and, and I think that's in, sort of not forced it, that's the wrong word, but, but made it, people make more effort now to do that. Whereas when you were seeing people at your meeting, you didn't make as much effort then to, to, to spend time with them. So it's a double-edged sword with us. So it's not that we've just gone online, and nobody sees anybody anymore or anything like that. A, 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 you know, one-to-ones are encouraged in person, um, and lots more, lots more social. So I don't think it's a case of being better, it works better for different people, and we'll see this, won't we, over the coming months? Some people have got used to that, um, and got used to the meetings in their elasticated pants or no pants even, um, and, and want to stay that way. Um, and others. You know, want that to build that relationship by seeing people and it's quite interesting obviously we we those guys spend a lot of time with different chapters isn't it and it's really interesting to see there's some definite camps in there there's those that are desperate to get back to in-person meetings and, and 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 want to get back there so they think they can invite more people and then there's other people that that don't want to go back that that, that like it online and they think they can get more visitors along online so it's really so it's really interesting i don't i don't think there is a better or worse i think it's what works for the people in the group but what i would say is this is a long answer sorry um is always i would never encourage completely online you've got to you're going to build relationships by by seeing people and spending time with them and getting to getting to know them better and that's always going to be better in person isn't it so people that play together
2: stay together i like that but dave what's your view between online or in person
0: for me, I feel like if somebody said to me, I've got a potential introduction for you that I feel like you could do with meeting to start to build a relationship, would I, if they give me any option possible to meet that person, would I ever say, Yeah, let's arrange a Zoom or would I, given the chance, want to meet them in person? And I think without fail, every single person would say, I would rather meet the person in face to face because you're going to be able to build a relationship much, much quicker. So I think the, I think the, for me, I think there's far more benefits to meeting in person, because you can build relationships much, much quicker. If you look, watch the videos that Charlie Lawson who's the national director of BNI in the UK and Ireland. The ones that he's done, he focuses on the, the benefits of the when it's the in pers- uh, the in person option. If you feel like the difference when you're on Zoom, once you finish the meeting, you just, you know, you might you know, like that Pete says you may have pants on, you may not, and that's one of the big benefits of the podcast that there isn't a video coming alongside to see what Pete's actually wearing today. Um. But there's the, there's the after-meeting thing that you have. So you, you meet over food or you have a drink. And the chapter I'm a member of, we've, we've met at Revolution to Cuba for over two years previous to the pandemic. And a lot of the members say a lot of the business is done in that little bit after the meeting. Now, I take Pete's point that whilst it's gone online, there's more there's potentially more socials that has been seen in some chapters. But that's to, at the detriment of the weekly touch points that you're having face-to-face. So... I, again, take Pete's point. There's no it's not right or wrong answer. It's what suits each person. But what I'd encourage each member to do when making a decision is not look at what makes their life easier. Because the thing that makes their life easier may or may not be the one thing that may, helps their business. So if you solely look at the fact that you're not going to have to travel into Manchester, but and you said it might cost you 20, 30 grand worth of business over the course of a year, may or may not do that, by the way. But would that saving of that time be worthwhile? Or would the investment of the time going to meet face-to-face be a better thing so I'd encourage anybody when they're looking to make a decision and they're looking at they're being asked or they're being asked to vote on one of these polls, don't simply look at it as what is going to make my life easier because it might not necessarily
1: be the thing that makes their life better.
2: Love that, thank you, a
1: minute. I got it. and of course the other, sorry, under the other um, thing to consider is in our meetings and people often forget this: our meetings aren't for the members really, they're for the visitors, aren't they? We're delivering a meeting to visitors to encourage them that hopefully they do like what they see. They like the people that they see in person or they see on, on the screen enough to want to be a part of it. And they see the business being passed and they're impressed enough to put an application in. Um, and, and it's it, so again, each chapter is a different aren't they? You know, they'll present that better. Some will do that better online and some will do that, you know, better, better in, in person. Pete, so I,
2: I agree with you. In mean, the last <clears throat> um, six weeks, we've seen a downturn in the business that the members have done, okay, which I don't like. And I believe that's because there's there's more uncertainty as to are we going back to in person, are we not, what's happening, okay? And the other thing is because we've invited less visitors. And, and the 30% of all business done in BNI is with visitors. There's probably more than that, but we don't record the business that visitors do because they're not members, they're not on our, we don't see their stats, but they're not on the app. So I agree with you, and my, my feeling on the whole thing is that it's, it's, it's about the individual. Because we used to have the debate, so what day is the best day for you? Is it Wednesday or Thursday or Friday? And then it became which day and then which time of day is better for you? Is it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or is it Wednesday early morning or mid-morning? And now the question is, is it online right or in person? And, and that can be different on, depending on the job that somebody does and then is it are you an early morning person or a mid morning person and which day and that's the de- that's the debate when people are applying to join a chapter to get the right thing for them um, and obviously the biggie is if you got any relationships in the room already because that's that that's where it comes from um, so it's a good good question Dave, thank you
0: yeah if we think about so last march when we went online nobody really knew where we were going to be i think last march when we were saying people were saying to me when's it, when we're we going back to in person and you know people oh we'll be back in person by june last year and then in June, it was when, oh, September, November, I'm sure we're back. And there's even people in chapters speaking to venues and saying sorting stuff out. And the thing is, we didn't really know. And the big positive is that from July, I think it was last year, correct me if I'm wrong, Andy. I think it was July last year was the month where there was the tipping point that business was more than it was the previous year. So even during a pandemic pandemic in July last year and pretty much every month since, the business being generated by members in the UK and globally has been more than it was in previous years, even though we're in person, so the difference now is it's the transition from going from online back to in person, which which worked worked for everybody beforehand, and there was no such thing. For those of you that don't know, there wasn't an, in, an online chapter in BNI globally. Um, it just you know in in uh, March 2020. So the visitor thing that you touched on as well, I found it was really difficult to get people to convert to be members in the early days. Whereas now I feel like it's easier than it's ever been. I've been in BNI for just over five years. It feels easier than ever to get people engaged and get them wanting to to apply. And again, it's how do we transition that when people are going back to in person to give people that that same sort of feeling. So there's lots of there's lots of things that has gone on. I'm I'm mainly focusing on the positives of stuff. Um, there's more business generally being done where we are in BNI in the world right now. Whether it looks like in the next few months, there's more visitors coming into chapters. In one of Charlie's videos, he says it's been proven. It's easier to invite visitors online. Now, I don't know if that's right or wrong because he's comparing it against something. There isn't anything to compare it against right now. There's only one difference between people that invite visitors to B and I and those that have visitors and those that don't, and it's the ask. I know Pete spoke about this on something recently. Those members that ask members to ask visitors to come along have visitors coming to meetings. Those that don't, funnily enough, they don't have any visitors coming along. So if you're in person and everyone in your chapter invites visitors, you are going to have lots of visitors. If you're online and nobody asks, you're going to have no visitors. So I'm not sure on that one going forward. The other big positive I'd just like to cover uh, going forward uh, of the last just under 18 months is the national training workshops that have been running really, really well. Again, these weren't things that were were going on pre-pandemic, but they are are going to be continuing going forward. And I'm hearing all the time uh, really good stories about people that have met each other in a breakout room on one of these national workshops. They've been able to join the Dots Up and make introductions. And if you think a lot of the people on the training are often some of the most proactive members or engaged members in their chapters, when you've got, say, a, a mortgage advisor going along to a national skills workshop and then they meet a um, an IFA from another chapter and they go, oh, you want introductions to estate agents? We've got estate agents in my chapter. And they're constantly just joining those dots up with other members in other chapters. And that's surely been one thing that's stimulated the business over the past few months. So um, yeah, just to cover off what Andy and, and Pete have said there, there's a process that will be going through. Your leadership teams within your chapter will be helping you with that. If you're not sure about anything, please speak to one of those people in the team or hopefully you've got an ambassador or a direct consultant or somebody in the senior um, the senior team across the region that will be able to help you with that going forward. Some other big stuff that's been going on um, recently, I'm sure everybody is aware by now, but the, uh, the old gang's been brought back together, Andy. So the north side of Manchester and the south side of Manchester are now one again. Do you want to just uh, cover that off and, and just explain what's been going on there?
2: Well, we, we, the, the more people you, you get together, the more connections there are, the more connections there are, the uh, um, the more opportunities to do business. And uh, the opportunity for us was that um, the region formerly known as Manchester North uh, and the regional formerly known as Manchester South prior to that was one region. And it's now back together again uh, with under your supervision, Dave and Pete, and Darren, and Steve, and Paul, and Carolyn. Um, I, yeah, what do you want me to say other than it's it's phenomenal from a people point of view. There's people that we have worked with over the years that suddenly became in a different region, and they're now back with us in the same region, and I love that. And uh, you know, we connect, just making phone calls to people to say, me saying welcome back to them, and them saying, no, 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 we didn't go anywhere. Welcome back to you. So it's it's, it's nice.
0: i tell you what's funny, so it's B&I Manchester North, back with B&I Manchester South. But I'm sure everyone notices when they email Carolyn, it's Carolyn at B&I Manchester West. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I thought, what, what, Yeah,
2: I think we just... Yeah, we, we happen to have the city of Manchester in our region. So I think if we just call it Manchester. But by the way, if anyone's listening to this podcast and they think we should have... A chapter with Bolton beside it, or Bury or Wigan, or Trafford, or Sale. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should have all of these different chapters associated with the venue, the uh, geography that they're
1: at. What do you think? I mean, I mean, we all know that Bolton is the real powerhouse of, well, pretty much everything in uh, in in the world. So, yeah, it's great from my point of view. Being a being a proud Boltonian and a good Bolton lad, um, it was great that we've got Bolton back in back in our region now and um, so that's just from a personal part of view I'm glad we've got that uh, in our in our geography now but more importantly the people.
0: Yeah very good so we've got just over t- I think it's 284 members at the time of recording is that right Andy in the region yeah. right now? Yeah 184. Uh, those who don't know we've got another chapter that's launching on the 2nd of September so Cool Runnings will be welcomed into the region so we'll have 14 chapters and it'll tip us over 300 members in the region so lots more opportunities for lots of people to do lots of business um, and that brings us nicely on to our next point about the super group meeting which we ran last week pete ran that expertly i thought he we covered the whole process he put a lot of time into it we had i think it was 200, 260 odd around that sort of member well, number was, on
2: pete was it mad or
1: was it mad it was uh, it was interesting it was good fun it was uh, a bit frantic at times a bit like that swan Nice and Serena. I mean, I've said that. I don't know if Serena was on the top part, but the legs underneath were probably like. That mad it, it was amazing. It was amazing. For people
2: listening to this podcast, okay, um, you don't have the visual. I think we need a photo of that so we can put it as, as the as the thing you click on. The picture of Pete pretending to be a.
0: Probably. I was so going to say long Pete long must have been called many things in his time. I don't know if a swan would ever been one
1: one of the things that it'd been, it'd been likened to. No. So then, You're so right he, about one thing. I've been called many things in his time. <laughs>
2: so have either of you had any feedback from from people about the Supergroup meeting?
1: I mean, yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I was. Uh, I'm only ever going to get positive feedback out I of mean, the negative feedback will probably come to others. But um, uh, yeah, great, some great feedback. You know, some great stories about people have been asking for um, you know, specific, and this is it, we pitched it really, wasn't it? Come along, bring your specific with you. You might have been asking for for ages and, and there'll be loads of people that are, that are desperate to help you. Um, and there's, there's some some great stories of that. I know Andy Lawrenson, uh, he received um, two specifics that he'd been looking for. Uh, well, the one specific he was looking for, Andy got another referral from the, from the meeting. Uh, I actually got um, a specific referral request that I'd been asking for. I got that introduction as well. At the meeting and there was loads 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 more um and people saying when's the next one um the next one is second of december by the way so put that in your diary second of december to thursday this one we did the last one on a wednesday Wednesdays and thursdays are our two most popular days in terms of you know amount of members that meet so uh, we move this one to the thursday to be try and be fair-handed about it but yeah people already say when are you doing the next one how often they're going to be running thought it was a great idea uh, I think we caught the sort of guys right with it just after the, the two regions that, that we just spoke about had merged. So there was people keen to keen to go along. But for those people who, who didn't come along for whatever reasons, and I'm sure there'll be lots of you know good reasons why people weren't there, but those who didn't get along, please, you know, feedback was so good you've got you've got to be at the next one. We don't want we don't want people with formal. I need to have them there at the next, the next meeting,
0: definitely. Well, there couldn't have actually been, I know you said lots of good reasons, there couldn't have been lots of good reasons because there weren't that many people that missed it, which I thought oh. was the a really a really good thing. And if you look at, I suppose, if you try to liken it to the core values, the positive attitude is the one thing that would ring true for me of that whole meeting. I thought it was absolutely amazing. That was a meeting that opened at half past eight. I think there were still people on it about quarter to one, wasn't there, Pete? when. Well, I, I, I had
1: to, so yeah, no, later than that, I was right, half past one, and I had to go out to a meeting. I was I had the meeting running, I had to leave, and I just left, I left people in break room. So I don't actually know what time they stopped, but they were still it on could, half past one. It could still be I running. It could still be running right now. <laughs> it might still be in there, you're right. <laughs> we'll have to get the
0: Guinness Book of World Records in to so see, make sure that what's the longest ever been. And, and to put
1: it into context, which I, I think I said at the start of the meeting, so that was 200, 200 odd people, 250, 60 people. Why, did you say that, why are you saying they're odd? There, was, there were some very odd people on there, particularly this, the three on this. on this but anyway, so um, to put that into context, there's chapters that big in India, isn't there? I mean, yeah. we're saying, how mad was that? It was crazy. It was this, that. That's just like a, a weekly chapter meeting to some people, 200-odd people.
2: Amazing. So the, the, I laugh at the fact that, so it's three years ago that we did the first one. Well, we did it in person in Revolution to Cuba. Do you remember that, Dave? Downstairs. Darkish room, stage, uh, people, you know, trying to get seated and, and all of that. And the specific referral quest thing was was mad.
0: Handed the um, microphone around, right, we? Handed the microphone yeah, yeah. it around,
2: it was mad. And then it was so successful and so popular. It took us three years to get the next one done. <laughs> that is mad. Now, um, this one was also popular, even more so, in fact. Um, so, when is the next one?
1: December the second, Thursday, nine thirty start. But again, the, the doors will be open. Uh, it is online despite the you know face to face and online debate we've just had. least the super we'll keep going we'll to keep that online to make it easier for everyone to to get along to. Um But yeah, second of December, nine thirty till till whatever time you want. Basically, certainly so the formal meetings, is nine thirty to eleven until Christmas. We'll have to call it day at Christmas. I think that's what
0: we we'll have to do.
2: Do you think we'll ever do an in-person version of this,
0: Dave? Uh, personally, I feel like the opportunity for the m- most amount of people we can possibly get onto it is maximised by running that online. But I think certainly running our um, national trainer midterm training type events, having those types of things in person and giving the, people those interactions, I think are great. And I think more socials, we've had... Um socials, Kyle's been doing a great job organizing the social calendar and there's been regular walks. We had a, a trip to Alton Towers. There's lots of other things that are in the pipeline of things that are coming up. And again, I'd encourage members to 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 book onto as many of those types of things as they can. Get as many, even if you are staying online and you feel like that's best for you, as Pete mentioned, you probably might well, you may have a little bit more time where you feel like you can commit a bit more time to meeting people in person. So maybe one of your power team meetings in person, have your one-to-ones in person get along some of the social events and there's going to be lots of those coming up that Kyla's uh, organising. Yeah you
2: mentioned Kyla championing, championing that but I think that all of the regional team have done their bit to do things to help members over the last 18 months and so if you listen to this podcast and you know somebody on the regional team go on give them a call and say thank you or drop them a text and say thank you because that'll make a big difference uh, and while I'm on Dave and Pete thank you.
0: This podcast is edited and produced by Emily Boardman from VA Confidential. Anybody needing any podcast editing or business support, please contact Emily, who's a member of BNI Pioneers.